Hello, this is Car Chum. I'm Tony and my regular Car Chum is a chap called Mike, Mike Renault. He's an automotive journalist, classics being a particular interest of his. And I tend to hang around radio stations for a career. Well, that's what I call it anyway. But there's time for all of that in the future. What we have in common, like you, I guess, is our interest in and our enjoyment of all things cars. Anyway, enough for now. Here's the first episode, the pilot, if you like, of Car Chum. We've known each other a long time and uh, we both love cars. I mean, that's the truth, isn't it? Um, and it, it is. It is. Although, oddly enough, when I first met you, um, I don't think we were particularly aware of that. Never aware of it. For several years, actually, it, it wasn't something that figured large, was it? I know. I remember probably around 1995, and you gave me a lift to a, a work function, and you had a BMW E28, which is a, the the five series, the last of the sharp nose front five series. I currently own one of those, and uh, I I can sort of vaguely remember getting a lift in it with you, and it still didn't click with me that you were particularly into cars. Well, that was a white one. That was in wedding white. <laughs> Um, which which engine? Five twenty. So it's the the small block six cylinder, um, the same block as yours, your current one, which is a five two five E. Yes, mine. So mine being a five two five E is the two point five liter that was bored out to two point seven and then detuned. Oh, so, so pleased you did that. I was about to correct you. I was going to wait and say it's not actually two point five, Mike. I think you'll find. <laughs> yeah, I've only owned it eleven years. I've never <laughs> opened the bonnet. I don't know what powers. I've it. had I've had all the CCs out and counted them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, what I do is I take the cylinder head off and I yeah. fill them with water and then I tip the car upside down and I see how much water it pours out. <laughs> and that's how you tell how big your engine is. Convenient. You just need a pop <laughs> bottle. So it was a five, yeah, 520i in, in, in welding white, although that does it, <laughs> does it a disservice, actually, because it was actually a very, very nice car. Um, I, I do remember, now correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but my memory of it is that, because the, the, the old BMWs have, what they, they have a service indicator, which is correct. a series of lights, and it's there's a number of green ones, and then five. once the red ones is, is five, five green ones, and then when they go out, the red one comes No. Out, and that means... No. No. There's an amber. There's an amber, and then this, there's a Has red. yours been stuck on red since the day you bought it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a tool. Some would say <laughs> I am a tool. I've got a tool you can have. You just plug it in the diagnostic socket, which in those is that... It's pre-OBD. Yeah. It's um, one of the circular ones with lots of pins. You just plug it in there and switch the switch, and it well, it, it knocks you your use, lights out. Yeah, you just use a paperclip. Um, yeah, but the tool is more fun. Okay. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, they, they, they've been basically on red ever since I, I, I bought the car. But I, my memory is, and you, this is probably completely wrong, but my memory of yours is that there was a piece of uh, black electrical tape over yours. There you know, was. You covered, you covered up the service indicator. That must have been before I bought the, the five-quid tool from um, German and Swedish or something. Um, well, the, tape, the tape is obviously cheaper. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I do. Do you know? I haven't thought about that since you said yeah. Anyway, but more importantly, it had the um, SE spec. So which, was, which is what? Uh, it had blue and black kind of houndstooth cloth, uh-huh. which was very nice, and didn't have any wear on the um, the bolster, the driver's bolster, because that's where they always go on those, isn't it? You know, mine has. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, and it was wearless, and it had rear headrests and a oh, sunroof. Yeah, mine, yeah, mine's got rear headrests, but uh, they're very, very badly um, sun-faded to the point Bleached. where they're a completely different colour to anything else in the car. It's a two-tone interior. Um, well, it's three-tone currently. I just, I'm going to pause for a second because I've got to plug in because I'm now on 5% battery, so we won't, uh, we won't be broadcasting this. Uh <laughs> or maybe we will. <laughs> and in three, two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that actually, because this is this is our pilot podcast, we haven't really yeah. prepared it in in great detail. If we're Moving honest, onto aircraft in a minute. Yeah, um, I had planned on a scrap of paper here to talk about the E twenty eight because I thought well, there's a bit of common ground, and it. I have to say, is probably one of my favourite cars ever. And uh, I went further than just having that one 520. I then got mm-hmm. a 525e myself. Ah. Reason I bought... Did you ever know that one? No. No, OK. No. It, was in, it was in a sort of gunmetal colour. The reason I got that one was I was, was obsessed and still obsessed with air conditioning. And we're going back to the days when not many cars had them. Peugeot were the first, really, to give it to everyone in the 405, weren't they? Um, Outside of America, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about UK cars. What do you want air conditioning for? You you don't use it two days a year. You know, I think... It's just not true, is it? You know, when you sit on the M25 stationary in 30-degree heat, it's pretty unpleasant. Anyway, so I bought the 525e from some some bloke in Reading um, purely on the grounds that it had um, aircon. Which of course didn't work. Didn't work. But, yeah, I mean it didn't work, but it had air. Con- and it had the possibility. It did. Of it did absolutely. Whereas the white five twenty had no possibility. So I, I picked it up. I don't know. It was about six or seven hundred quid. It wasn't very much. Um, mm-hmm. And it did come with a loud ticking from the top end. Um, anyway, got got home and I uh, I had to replace the camshaft and everything. it was quite a pantomime um, oh, yeah yeah got it going in the end and oh, I can't remember who it was someone I... someone that I knew knew someone who did air conditioning for their job and came round with a cylinder and charged the thing up anyway it worked the aircon worked Hooray. I didn't care that you had to keep it in third gear not drive i.e. fourth because if you put it in fourth the torque converter lockup came in and you got this terrible shuddering so you had <laughs> <laughs> it was instantly converted to a three speed but it had aircon anyway one day I took it and it wasn't a hot day I took it to Guildford I think it was Guildford and the queue for the Friary Centre car park was enormous, but 
I'd driven all the way there, thought, oh, I'll commit to this, and I'll sit in the traffic. So I sat in the no traffic. Half, no got... half measures when no. you go shopping. <laughs> it's the friary centre on nothing. Anyway, wound my way to the top of the multi-storey, found the last available space, as you do, parked it. Mm. But because it wasn't a hot day, I hadn't had the aircon on, the beloved aircon. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. parked it, got out, locked it. 10, 20 paces away, there was this enormous explosion. (laughs) (laughs) And and I kid you not, it looked like this E28 was going to take off, like from in in a sci-fi film. All this white smoke kind of gas exploding from underneath it. And what, what had happened was because... Because it was an aftermarket aircon system, it wasn't an original, the pipes were rooted over the exhaust manifold. So where it had sat in right. the traffic, it got too hot and burst it those pipes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh the, no! The, really? I, the irony is, had I had the air conditioning on, the pipes would have been cooled and it wouldn't have happened. So that was the end of the 525E for me, and I think I sold it for another sort of, you know, 500 quid, and off it went. But the tail... Oh. The t- yeah, the, t- the tail of the um, E28s doesn't end there. So that was a 520i, a 525E, and then, oh, a lot of years later, um, I got uh, an M535. Ooh. Yeah, with 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 the body kit and the incredibly awkward metric tires. Now the M the M five three five was the sort of second most performance model because there was the M five, which was the absolute bells and whistles, very very quick, and then the M five three five was sort of a step down, wasn't it? But it was still a very very quick car. Well, the the weird thing was that the 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 M five actually had the motorsport engine from the M one in it. Um, and understated styling, but was a very rapid car, about 270-something horsepower. Uh-huh. The 535, the M535 was just a 535i with um, party frog. Yeah, um, had the body kit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it actually looked more than the M5, but was actually just kind of cooking model underneath. But, you know, still... Couple of hundred horsepower plus. Um, that had was the, a, uh, the M wheels as well on the uh, no. M535. No, uh, it had alloys. No, the M. No, the M5 has the lattice. The lattice ones. Okay. The oh. M535 had those bloody awkward um, metric. Yeah, Which, TRX Michelin. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And I eked the service life out of them. <laughs> I really did. Because you couldn't get them. I don't know whether you can now. I don't think you can at all. Because Jag did it as well, didn't they, on the XJ6 the, and the Metro. Yeah, right? as did uh, Citroen on, amongst many others, the CX. I know mm. people who've owned Citroen CXs right. and have struggled to find metric tyres, and eventually they've bought them from uh, from Europe. Right, uh, to have them shipped over, or obviously the other, the alternative is you change the wheels. Yeah, I didn't want to do that though, because you know, I, I don't know, I'm not not really big on aftermarket wheels. I like the wheels that they're supposed to have mm. normally. Mm, I agree. So, what did did your M five three five have the dog leg gearbox? Which, no. if anybody anybody who's, I'm sure everyone is aware, but if you're not aware, the a dog leg gearbox has where you normally have first gear in front and you go straight back into second. Uh, on a dog leg, it's 
back and down for first and then forward through um forward up through neutral and forward again for second and i've made a real dog's breakfast out of explaining <laughs> explaining dog, that a dog I? a dog's leg out of it a dog yeah I, that was um yeah cut, probably cut that out or leave it in for last <laughs> i don't know i think what you're trying to say is that first is to the left and back yeah instead of opposite. to the left and yeah. it's not opposite second as it normally would be on a no. conventional gearbox uh, i actually never really understood why a dog leg gearbox is 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 of any particular use because i think the logic and this could be really wrong and we could be confirming ourselves as utter fools forever but i think it's it's because if you're tracking in particular you're likely to be going between second and third more frequently than you are between first and second yeah. and second and third in a standard h pattern y- you have to move into the center position don't you so it's a slightly slower action than a straight right. back because we're presuming first gear is purely for pulling away correct in a performance car yeah whereas in a in a low performance car you need first gear to mm. get you moving yeah but yeah, that, that could sense. be utter nonsense Anyway, the answer is the, the answer. The answer is no. It, no, it didn't. Um, it didn't have the dog leg. It had the the auto, which was was a bit disappointing. But it was it was nice ZF, whatever they are, HP, whatever it is, four boxes. That was nice. It was nice. I have to say, the first time I ever drove a Ferrari Dino, they have a. a <laughs> you just oh, that, that was and, ever so casual. The and, first time. Uh, well, you know, I've driven a couple over the years. <laughs> Sadly, never owned one. Um, but I, you you make the mistake only once of forgetting it's a dog leg because as you pull up and go very, very slickly from second to first to reverse, <laughs> it makes really horrible noises. And you think, I won't do that again. Yeah. I will remember. Or I'll just pull away in second every time. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes style. Yes, with their, with their exactly. automatics, yeah, pull away and exactly. So, did any of your E28s, and I think this is going to be the E28 show, um, did did any of them suffer from bizarre electrical problems like mine does? Absolutely none. Um, that that last the the, the first 520i and the M535 were both. Beautiful cars, really lovely condition. I mean, the, the 525e was a dog, but the, the other two were absolutely <laughs> lovely. And so lovely, in fact, that the M535 went... And I'm going to surprise you. I don't think you even know this. We have another friend in common called Fred, and uh, Fred ended up with the M535. And he... Yeah, he did yeah. mention that. He mentioned yeah. owning it and, and enjoying it. Yeah, he drove it all the way down to Italy, and um, I remember him sending me a text way before WhatsApp this is and saying, oh, I've had 130-something out of it. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> I, cause that's good for you because I know the state of those tyres. Well, I've had yeah. 130 out of it, and it's still in your name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The Italian police are after you. And the, ho, ho, ho. And, and these, uh, these TRX tyres have only done 400,000 now. They're... they're just like new. <laughs> yeah. Mine, my 525e, and I've owned this car for 11 years now, and it's never been dull. Uh, it tends to throw up problems, and then if I ignore it, it fixes itself. Oh, self-healing. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember one day, got it, got into it, uh, having bought a load of shopping, 
put it in the boot, boiling hot day, you know, there's ice cream, turn the key, nothing happened. Okay, turn the key again, nothing happened. Fourth time I turned the key, every light on the dashboard lit up. I mean everything. There were lights on there I'd never seen before. Like there were the gr- the like green service room. lights. Yeah. Um, yeah, not just the service <laughs> lights, a brake, handbrake issues, um, electric problems, hazard lights, literally everyone. In fact, I got the phone out and took a photo of it because I'd never seen so many lights on at once. Turned the key again, started, never did it again. Um, How was your ice cream? Oh, totally, um, well, basically like under seal. Over the uh, over the boot floor, but nice. um, filled, filled a few holes. Uh, two weeks ago, I got in it and I always I tuck the door mirrors in when I'm parked. It lives in the street, so I tuck the door mirrors in so they hopefully don't get swiped off by an errant dust cart or criminal children or whoever's around. And it's got electric door mirrors. They stopped working. They stopped working for three days and then they suddenly decided they were going to work again. It wasn't like a German bank holiday or anything. <laughs> Maybe that was it, yes. It, it does. I mean, I, I know it's it's a silly thing, but cars do have personalities. And this one sometimes just decides it doesn't want to go out. It, it It's, no, you know, no, I don't fancy it. I'm having a nice sleep. And you can feel on the drive out there, it's just sluggish. And other times it feels... Yeah, it feels like a race car. It really, really wants to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Do you like believe do you honestly believe that that kind of yes. they have characters? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes this, this this one does. Um it went through a phase of oh, central locking at best. Central locking works on four doors and the boot. At best I can get three out of five to open at any time. But it's not always the same three. Have you discovered? Um, oh, have you discovered the feature with the central locking that you can do it from the boot? Yeah, that's good. That yeah, that's that's often where I mean I, I do it from the boot sometimes, and the boot isn't one that wants to open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other time it, it did it was about a year ago. Um, I came out. I, I came to get something out of the car. It's parked in the road behind my house, so I can't see the car. Walk around the corner, and the boot lid was open. And, well, that's odd. I didn't leave it. You know, you immediately think, oh, I've been robbed or something. And there was a guy building a wall. And he said, oh, yeah, that happened about half an hour ago. He was just here, you know, putting bricks down. So I heard a clonk noise, <laughs> looked up, and your boot lid opened. And he said, I wasn't sure whether to close it or not, because I thought the car might have an alarm on it. But he said, I've kind of been keeping an eye on it, and nobody's gone near it. <laughs> no, no one felt sorry for you and left some things in it. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Nobody. Uh, that has happened. I've, I've definitely had. I've had stuff left in and on cars, which might be a good topic for another, another talk. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. I've had, I've had, I had one, but I, I don't think mine's I, very exotic. It was a I crushed, could. crushed Coke can in the, the um, uh, spare wheel on the bonnet of a series Land Rover. Let's let's make they were that always just rubbish. a quick, just a quick new topic you can edit into another show. Is I came back to my car and. and. <laughs> Do you remember the Ford Console Classic? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very American-styled... It's 1961 to 64, I think, Ford made them. But they were sort of a stopgap before the, um, the... before I think, what? Before the Corsair came in, I think it was. But anyway, this, this guy had one in the 90s and came out one day to find 
his windscreen wipers had been taken. And he had a hell of a time. This is you know, pre-internet. He had a hell of a time finding some new ones, but he eventually did through the owner's club and fitted them. He came out two days later and someone had stolen his brand new ones and put the original ones back on. <laughs> How tight do you have to be? <laughs> well, it's perfect, isn't it? Because you know, you know, if you have the same car, you know somebody's got to replace them if you steal them, and then you get brand new ones for free. <laughs> oh, think of the savings. <laughs> well, they're, you know, again, Buy... pre-internet. Yeah, you cool Buy yourself a fish dinner with that. <laughs> But yeah, I've, I have one of my other cars. I say one of my other. I only got two, but uh, my other car is a is a Rover P6, which has the option of a spare wheel on the boot because uh, they had a tiny boot. So basically, it's mounted in the same way that Lamb Rovers used to have the mm. spare wheel mounted on the bonnet. This has got it on the boot. And when I first got it, I didn't have any kind of cover, so the spare wheel's just sitting there upside down. And every time I left it in the mm. car park, I'd come back and find coke cans or things. A gift, a free gift of litter, <laughs> which I've never understood. People won't use a bin to throw away their stuff. But if you put a skip outside your house, they'll come from miles away. <laughs> Is that what you call your P6? <laughs> the skip, yeah. yeah. It's not that useful. I've never seen it. No, no, it's because it's so fast. Right. Um... <laughs> when, did it la- when did it last turn a wheel by its own power? Ooh, five years. It's more more recent oh. than I thought, actually. Yeah, it's actually more recent than I thought as well. So that's a I, lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great car, and I will tell the story of that at some point. Always leave them wanting more, that old trick. And more there will be next time on the agenda, Mike's specialist subject, cars of TV and film. Uh, until then, thanks for joining me on Car Chum. Pip-pip. Did I say that? Did I want to say that?